This is The Shift Podcast. Thanks for checking out The Shift Weekend Podcast with John Jang. On this episode, I shared what my experience this week was like as an Asian Canadian following the shooting in Atlanta. Then we got to know a shift head listening regularly from Brazil, getting to know Marta Boss. And if you listen closely, you might just be able to hear Mars, at least with the new recordings as shared by NASA. Host of Weird Science, Andrew Ferreira, joined us for a talk on that. And another episode of Learning Portuguese with Uncle Leo for his penultimate show. Don't forget, if you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button and stay up to date. For now, I just wanted to address a very real issue that, of course, I know you you have heard of this week, and that is with regards to the violence and the murders that happened in Atlanta. And if you don't know the story, it is um, <clears throat> it's quite intense, to, to put it lightly. A shooter who I will not name, I will not give more moments of fame and attention on this show, but a shooter essentially just had problems and unfortunately uh, went on a bit of a spree in Atlanta and ended up murdering eight people, the majority of them being Asian women. And while some will say, and, and, and look, it's, it's, it's not inherently clear if this was a hate crime. So I, I can't sit here and tell you that this was a racially motivated attack. I just can't. It's not factual to this point. But this particular incident where the women working at these massage parlors, spa clinics, whatever you want to call them, were, were just doing their jobs. They were trying to make ends meet. They were trying to make mortgage payments. They were trying to put their children to school. They were everyday American citizens. More than anything, they were human beings. And their lives were taken much, much too short from somebody that clearly was suffering from issues um, that, that are complicated. I get it. But the reason why this was so distressing to me and so many others who are uh, likewise Asian, Asian-American, or Asian-Canadians, whatever it is, is because this incident, though not specifically officially racially motivated, is just another violent incident in a string of racially motivated incidences over the past year. While I can't tell you that the Atlanta shooting was a hate crime, what I can tell you is that even here in Canada, we have seen anti-Asian crimes rising ever since COVID-19 broke out and ever since uh, people realized that this COVID-19 was going to impact the way we live. And of course, the fact that COVID-19 originated from Asia and specifically from China, the fact, however, that people continue to call it the, the China virus to this day is distressing. In Vancouver alone over the past year, the Vancouver police released a stat suggesting that Asian-specific related crimes have gone up over 700%. 700%. It's scary. I grew up as a victim of racism. I know many others that are visible minorities have grown up with similar horrible experiences where they've been unfortunately judged for the color of their skin and not for the content of their character. 
this week I had a phone conversation with my parents and I, I, I'm sure I've shared this before, but they live in Alberta and I don't get to see them as often as I would like and as often as I should. They're business owners in Alberta. And for the first time, when I heard about what had happened in Atlanta, for the first time this week, when I was on the phone with my mom, I actually had to ask her, have you been the victim of any racist abuse, racism of any kind over the past number of weeks? I'm very thankful that my mom said, no, not really, no. As business operators, they sometimes deal with people that won't leave their information accurately for contact tracing purposes, or sometimes they'll come across people who are unhappy with the mandatory mask policies in their business, but that's about the extent of it. But just the sheer fact that I had to even ask this question scares me. I like to think of society, you know, maybe I'm an optimist by nature. I like to think of our society as a very progressive one. And I, and I think there's a lot of wonderful things that we can celebrate over the past number of decades that have seen advancements of people of color. But I know it's not enough. And I know, especially during these times where mental health awareness is becoming so important, and yet the resources are not being as readily provided to officials, to health experts across not just this country, but across the entire continent. And we are seeing now many, many Asian Americans and Asian Canadians being targeted specifically for being who they are. It is worrisome. I'm not a dad. I would like to be one day. If I have a son and if I have a daughter and if they happen to look like me, do I need to worry that as a future parent, they're going to be discriminated for what they look like? I mean, I think you probably know by now that even though I am a Korean-Canadian, the sound of my voice, the context of my personality and my character, if you had never met me before, and if you had only heard my voice, and you didn't know my full name, would you even know that I'm an Asian person? Probably not. And I think maybe that says something. That before you use your eyes to judge somebody, Open your heart. It was a tough phone call with my parents this week, just trying to determine. You know, they're, they're, they're getting older. And if something were to happen, I, I don't know how I would respond. If they were physically assaulted or worse, my, my world would be shattered. Eight families have been devastated this week for something so senseless and unnecessary. It may not be because of who they were. It may simply have been bad, bad timing, being in the wrong place at the wrong time. I, I don't know. But it's a part of a string of crimes where people like me have been targeted for no reason than just being who we are. I didn't prepare any official context or, or prep work for this particular conversation. I just knew that coming into the show, I wanted to be honest and I wanted to be open. And I just wanted to speak from my heart. I'm very privileged to have this opportunity where I can share my thoughts and what I'm thinking and feeling on a weekly basis with you. And uh, I, I guess, you know, I, I hope and I, and I pray that there's going to be improvements 
Because at the end of the day, we're all Canadians. And we should love that. We should celebrate that. And we are a diverse country. And multiculturalism makes us so strong. So I'm not asking you to do anything. I'm not asking you to to say anything or anything like that. I just wanted to share my perspective of what this week was like. This is The Shift Podcast. Let's get to meet and let's get to know our shift head from Brazil. Her name is Marta Boss. And uh, we actually spoke with her earlier in the day. She is from another continent. She's been interacting with the show for several months on Twitter. As I've said, she streams the show from Brazil. And Marta, could you explain to us exactly where in Brazil you live? I live in Minas Gerais. I, I live in a city that has a really weird name. It's called Judge from Outside. It's Juiz de Fora. Mm. But I'm not from here. I'm actually from Santa Catarina. It's a bit, a bit south. In Brazil, I live here like for 10 years or better, most, uh, like, yeah, pretty much there. Yeah. And uh, Minas Gerais is known for having the best food in Brazil. Oh. So they say, yeah, it, it's really famous for the cook. Uh, I, I think that, that Canada has really uh, a few Minas Gerais people that probably there's a there's a even a website in canada that has uh, brazilian goodies and all oh for, really for the people here yeah leo supposed to know that yeah maybe leo can <laughs> confirm that leo what do you know about this i know a few brazilian places i don't know specific from minas i i know here in vancouver there are two one is the the, yeah. the barbecue it's called Rio. They're from Rio. That's why it's named after you, I, I guess. And the other one, I don't know where the, the owner is from, but she could, could be from. I think, I, I think in the Toronto area, probably had. I, I, I think I, I saw something online. There's a Nina's restaurant and all. Oh, okay. But uh, I'm, I really love the cook from my home state. It, yeah. It's a bit more. It, it's a bit more acquired taste because it's, it's really like a, a German-based food because it's a, a German uh, a colonized state and my family is from German origin. Wow. So we love potatoes with everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's right up my alley. I also love potatoes. <laughs> yeah, potatoes with sausage, potatoes and salad potato salad and potatoes with everything so and pickles with everything i and most people here don't like pickles and i really mm. love pickles. okay yeah i mean that's a german mm. thing right like pickled uh, pickled foods sauerkraut <laughs> yeah. for example sauerkraut yeah and like sausage with everything yeah. smoked sausage yeah regular sausage i i miss that a lot like living here so fair enough and, and, and it's it, it, it's a bit different for me I, it's like moving from another country so, oh really? That, like, that, that yeah. big of a difference? It's, yeah, they have really different different costumes here. It's it's a bit weird. I, I'm I'm like a weird person here, <laughs> but I, I think I'm a weird person all. So. I don't think you're weird. I think you're pretty fascinating, <laughs> to be honest. And I, I'm like uh, the only girl who loves baseball that I know in in 
for Brazilians to love baseball, it's it's really a, a different thing. And for girls to love baseball, it, it's even weirder. So. so let's get into that a little bit because baseball, you're a Yankees fan. Leo's a Yankees yeah. fan. Is that how you both yeah. met? Because you have a, a love yeah. of baseball. And as you explained, Brazilians enjoying baseball is not that regular. No, it's it's not. It, it's like me, Leo, and a couple of our friends <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and other people that listen to our podcast together that Leo did before joining the, the show. And we met through, 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 through Twitter because I, after um, a trip to New York, um, my husband was even weirder than me because I love baseball even uh, <laughs> even before. And we got to a Red Sox game in uh in person it the game is it's like i fell in love right away yeah. and it was, even though it was a slow season i i started to to go to twitter to comment games because the espn broadcast was really biased because the commentator was a really red Sox fan it was awful <laughs> and and he's <laughs> he's really awful Paulo Antonis if you're listening I don't like you fair and <laughs> shots fired I love it <laughs> oh he's he's awful and Leo's friend who is in the FCN is a really good one and I I started to go on Twitter and follow the Yankees profile there's a flow profile that's called Yankees Brazil and then it was the Ian Kondamata, who's Leo's profile and a couple of our friends. And I I followed them for years, like for two years or mo- more than that. Wow. And we interacted to Twitter. And I know Leo was a part of the, the people behind it, even though it was a secret profile and they didn't identify themselves. And... So it was. It's it's a boys' club, right. and after deliberating, all the members accepted me, and Leo <laughs> invited me to join. So Wait, we on. have a group chat. Let's get Leo back into this conversation. <laughs> so Leo, like, there was a secret boys' club <laughs> that you were a part of, and you all had to congregate and officially decide to let Marta in. What is going on here, Leo? What, what yeah. dark secrets yeah. do you have? So it's a fun story. I'm going to try to keep it short. So we had, like, this group. Usually it was around Twitter, like, early 2010s. So there were, like, six, seven of us. We would just talk on Twitter. Like, remember, Twitter used to be, like, 140 characters. Right. So we would tag yeah. ourselves, like, six people. Like, then you have no space to write the message. So we decided to move to groups, like, to, to chat into WhatsApp or whatever. So it was all boys clubs, like, six boys. Like, the owner, the guy who actually created it, he said, he's like, no, my, my wife is the woman at the house so we cannot accept any woman oh, in this wow. group wow and, was like, and, and the, the other five of us come on man like you're, you're not living in the 1800s like martha likes all of our tweets like because you had an account on tweets like you know, she likes all the tweets, she I, tweets I, I, like, I was like the super fan I, I, I was the, the, the most engaging fan just like you are with the shift in a way, right? You follow. Yeah, yeah. But Leo, there's yeah, like, no boys club here. We 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 accept everybody. Hey, yeah, no, I was I was pushing for that. I, I told him, <laughs> hey man, wake up, man. Like, come on, it's 2010 ish. Come on, just it forget about whatever your wife. 2019. Wow, yeah, so it wasn't so even that 2019 long. 2019 or 2018. Yeah, oh, it was a long ago. But now Martha joined, and he 
he he stayed for a little bit and then he walked away. Oh, he quit. Because, oh my. Yeah. Okay. So, well, you're well, happy to have because Mark. his wife is, is like really jealous. But but we we talk like from for weird weird subject. We talked about everything, mm -hmm. and you 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 close your phone and go to do some stuff in the house, and then five minutes is like two three hundred messages from oh, wow. like the weirdest subject ever and if you miss anything and you put some link in the group chat that some other people posted before it's like hell goes loose wow. they, uh, <laughs> high standards for group chat of only six people that is that is intense so that <laughs> they they will go to you they, they, they will mess with you like non-stop if you miss some some anything yeah i didn't know leo a, was part of such it's a, a it's a weird group of people yeah i, yeah, I didn't yeah. know leo was part of such a like a strict group because leo was so nice you know he's like the sweetest human being that i've ever met yeah leo goes on rants on the group he's not all that nice all the time you <laughs> if you oh, the truth if, is out. if you if, if, if he tried to pick a fight with leo uh how's goes oh <laughs> Yeah, and Leo's after, like yelling after, in the background right now. He's just muted. Because yeah, he doesn't want to interrupt. After him. I joined the group, there, there's a um, a weird story because right a, a couple of weeks after then I joined the group. Leo was going to Seattle for um, a Yankees game right. with the Mariners, and Leo always tried to get to the Yankees uh, hotel. And the the Yankees in 2019 changed the hotel, and Leo didn't find him. So we started to investigate to find the Yankees, and I will follow all the Yankees players, and I started to follow the wives to pick up a few pictures and try to <laughs> and try to investigate which was hotel they would stay. And after matching a carpet and a sink from the bathroom. I identified they were staying in the fourth season, and Leo got to meet John Sterling because of that. Wow. Okay. So Marta, you were a detective in, in a lot of ways doing that yeah. work. Wow. That's that's very impressive. Leo 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 owes me. Leo yeah. owes me for that. Well, this is why we have you on the show here tonight because uh, he's paying back <laughs> the favor in a way. And so um, you guys haven't met in person, right? That that hasn't no. happened. Yeah, not yet. No, because Leo lives in Canada and. Although I really like to visit Leo in Canada, the pandemic didn't help. Right. Like, so have you been to Canada before? No. Not yet. But Never. You, you have been to the no. United States because you watched that Red Sox yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. I, I get to. Well, you know, we, we spoke with uh, Danilo Santiago recently. I know you uh, know about that. And, and we invited him. Yeah. Hey, come to Vancouver one day. We'll catch a hockey game. So, Marta, you come to – I guess there's no baseball team in Vancouver. Maybe we'll all have to go to Toronto and watch one of those Blue Jays games. But it, it, it'll it'll happen. I'm sure it'll happen. We just have to make sure that we plan carefully maybe a couple of years down the road. But we'll, we'll try and make this a thing. So – yeah, because the COVID thing here yeah. is not really helping. Yeah, I, I, I've been hearing uh, the numbers aren't great. Leo shares them pretty much every day, and uh, it is very, very scary. So I hope you're staying safe. I hope your family's staying healthy and all that. Right now, it's a scary time for a lot of us. Uh, Marta, I, I do wonder, you kind of explained it at the beginning. What made you start listening to The Shift? It's, it has something to do with your cat. Yeah, uh, Leo Leo put it in the group chat. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing the, the Portuguese lessons because 
he he asked us for help, right? Because he he forgot most Portuguese, and always with the, some some weird expression, and all he he confirms with us if it's right or not. And he he said, "No, come listen if you guys and put the, the link from the the radio website." And I always like wake up around five a.m. or 6 a.m. Mm. even on Saturdays. Weekdays is, is kind of difficult for me because I have to work. Right. <laughs> and I try to sleep oh, I, I sleep a bit uh, some more. And and Saturdays work perfectly. So my cat wakes me up and I can't <laughs> sleep anymore. And so I did start to listen to the chef. And I really like talk show radio. I'm a big Yankees fan. So I listen to the Michael K show right. uh, when I can. And I, I really like that style of radio. Isn't that much popular in Brazil? But I like I like her voice. I I like it better than Chain. Oh, because I I do listen to Chain. Uh, no no offense, Chain, but but I think your voice is really good for the radio. So it, I I really I start to like it because of that. And of course, my friend Leo is is, is, right. is really doing a good job. Well, thank you, thank you. That's that's really kind of you to say. Um, uh, but you know, I I know Shane and Ryan; they work really hard, and they, they have a lot of fun on their show too. But uh, that that is very nice. I'll take the personal compliment for sure. And so, uh, you know, here we are. Uh, spring is just about to start. You know, Saturday is the first day of spring. Winter for us. Yeah, that's Finally. right. Because it's all it's all kind of backwards there. I mean, the hemispheres yeah. and all. So uh, are you excited for the changing of the season? You said finally, so I take it you're kind of yes, relieved. Finally. Yeah, finally. Because uh, uh, here where I live, it's, it's like a really hot day. Winter, it, it's much of a, a, a slight jacket, a, a small, mm. a, a light jacket does the job. So it's it's really good because other than it, it's how Leo's from here. Rio is like two hours from here where I live. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really hot. I I don't like the heat. Fair enough. You yeah. you got you you guys have a really nice winter. So I I don't know if it's so yeah, much. Yeah, here like, I didn't experience, but yeah, we get lots of rain, but uh, we don't get a lot of snow. We don't get a lot of ice, uh, unlike the rest of Canada, to be honest. So we are kind of privileged mm-hmm. to to at least be able to say that. Uh, Leo, any any final thoughts here before we let Marta go? And and this has been such a great chat. I've loved learning more about Marta and the little history here. I'm wondering if Leo has anything to say, maybe some comments regarding how mean he can be. Uh well, my my final thoughts. Well, as she said, well, she'll continue listening, right? So, you guys, don't have to worry. So you guys managed to find a, uh, a loyal listener overseas, so don't worry about me. Um, and it, I guess it's fall, right? That's starting there. It's not. It's not yeah, winter. Yeah, it's it's fall. Spring and then and then fall and uh, yeah. And I'm I still don't know, winter, any, I I still don't know anything. Winter. If you guys ask me, I don't know any Taylor Swift line. I don't know any. <laughs> Well, actually, yeah, about that. So Marta and that's I... A, that's a really... That's a shame. We yeah. use, stop listening to Spanish songs and start to listen <laughs> a bit more of Taylor Swift. Yeah. That's Leo's homework now moving forward is that he doesn't know any Taylor Swift song. Like any one, which is mind-blowing because she's one of the world's biggest stars right now. She has been for a number of years. And Marta and I, we just kind of connected over the fact that we enjoy Taylor Swift. And uh, Leo Taylor doesn't is even know. Queen. Yeah, there you go. Please listen to Evermore. Evermore. It's amazing. Folklore is amazing. We'll get our, the we'll, old stuff is amazing. We'll get our listeners to make sure that Leo is listening to more Taylor Swift. We'll check on him every week 
just to see if he's listened to at least one brand new Taylor Swift song. There's like an album every week now. <laughs> yeah, Isn't that try? Nice to keep suggesting. I'll try. <laughs> Marta, thank you so much for giving us some time here and, and getting to know you a little bit. We appreciate you so much listening from Brazil and for thank being you, a friend guys. of the show. And so thank you. And we'll, we'll, we'll speak with you very shortly. Thank you, guys. Uh, it was an honor to participate. And thank you to all the shifts, other, to, to the other listeners to ask about me because I, I, I do am a loyal fan on the weekend. So thank you, guys. It's the Shift Podcast. All right. Let's not delay any further. There's something happening with Mars. There's something happening with the brand new rover. Let's check in with our good friend, Andrew Ferreira. Andrew Ferreira is weird. So weird, he loves science more than sleep and other people. It's time for Andrew Ferreira's Weird Science. Well, that theme song can only mean one thing. Andrew Ferreira is joining us here on the show to break down what's happening on a different planet. Andrew, good to talk with you, my friend. Hello. How you been? Oh, you know, uh, I'm here. Uh, I haven't been fired, which I'm I'm glad for. Hey. I'm, you know, I'm not one to question the decision making. Fair. But yeah, I'm yeah. not fired. So we keep trucking. We keep trucking. And uh, I guess trucking ahead and trucking along is kind of the theme to this particular conversation. See that? It's a nice little segue. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that you picked up what I put down. Oh, there. I, oh. Was, I was I, I, I was prepared either way. Yeah. But well, I, I, you I'm know, glad that you picked it up. Ah, you work in radio long enough. You can make anything <laughs> a segue. A segue has wheels. And so does the Perseverance Rover. Look at you um, go. So, <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, so, so here it is. Uh, you know, it's, it's motoring along on the surface of Mars. And there's something quite fascinating with uh, something that's brand new to this particular rover. So, Andrew, break it down for us. What is exciting you about Perseverance? So what's exciting in you about Perseverance is the fact that um, it was designed with two microphones on it. Um, and... You know, it, maybe you look at your smartphone and say, well, yeah, this flimsy piece of plastic that I drop on the ground 18 times a day uh, has a microphone. Why is it so hard to put that on a, you know, an expensive space rover with millions and millions and millions of dollars poured into it? Um, and the answer to that is engineering and science. That's all I know about it. And that's all I'm going to get into. <laughs> um, but now that kind of space tech has kind of caught up because space tech is always a little bit behind when a mission is planned that is kind of when the technical specs are decided. Um, and so the Curiosity rover, which is the other, you know, kind of Mini Cooper-sized robot doing its thing on the Red Planet right now, when that was initially proposed and built, it used a lot of the Spirit and Opportunity parts. Um, because when it was proposed, Spirit and Opportunity were on the ground, and that was the, the tech at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and a mic wasn't even, you know, feasible and, and possible at the time to put on that thing. But when, you know... Um, and believe it or not, when 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 Curiosity was uh, was was initially kind of announced, smartphones aren't really a thing, right? Right, and that arrived, you know, on the Red Planet, and we suddenly had smartphones. So that's kind of the lag uh, with space technology um, and what we've got in our hands right now. And so, when smartphones became a thing, the tech obviously to make microphones and all sorts of fun little things cheaper, smaller, lighter, and less power energy hungry, power energy hungry. I like that. I power energy hungry. Um, it was able to do so. And so 
now, mind you, Perseverance is a few years behind our current tech. So the microphones and the cameras are still good. Um, they are miles and miles better than what we're on Curiosity. But compare that to the phone that you, you know, the phone and the camera inside of it that you might have in your pocket. Uh, that's going to blow it away. But anyway, because of the lag, we haven't really had uh, microphones, cameras uh, ready to go uh, until now. Um, and I don't know if you remember, there was a, a big hubbub on social media um, when the first audio, and there were two microphones, like I said, one microphone was kind of engineered to work during the entry, landing, and descent mm -hmm. uh, of the rover, which is supposed to catch kind of the sounds of the parachutes deploying, the sounds of the sky crane deploying, the sounds of it landing, and that mic broke because, you know, we can't all have nice things. Um there's a second mic on board, though, and luckily that one worked. Um, and this is Mike Culeo. If you remember the first time we went to social media, you might have heard um, this, you know, and I labeled it like this, this OG Perseverance audio on Twitter. Oh, OG remember when we all fell for that? Remember when we all <laughs> fell for that? When yep. there was that fake video going around saying like, oh, look, this is the wind on, on Mars. It That's right. That's right. Wind on Mars. Yeah. Um, and I, I tweeted about it. I got irrationally upset about it um, because that wasn't what it was at all. No. And no. Uh, th th it was a lesson, if you will, in trusting what you read online. Not everything is uh, that's on the Internet is true. Exactly. And just because it looks familiar and looks, yeah, this looks legit. I turned this into a lesson into not believing everything you see at face mm -hmm. value. Um, anyway, now that we've got past that, they're, they're, they did catch audio of wind blowing past um, Perseverance, which was super cool because that is wind on another planet. Yeah. Which, you know, if you think about it, that's kind of crazy. Um, not too long ago, they uh, also released audio of its laser. It has a laser because, of course, it has a laser uh, firing. And that one didn't sound too entertaining to most people to be honest with just a bunch of clicks because that's the sound that the laser made as it activated right um doesn't sound but, like a pew pew in star wars no no, no it was no. it was a very bland click click fair click. yeah um to most people for me i was it was awesome and i was screaming um but then we actually got some like real kind of i could actually dig my teeth into this audio audio and this is the audio of perseverance uh rolling around on the surface over a uh I think it was like a 27 meter drive. Um, this took about 16 minutes uh, or 16 minutes of sound. The drive took way more than 16 minutes because the rover is incredibly slow. Right. Uh, but Perseverance one here, it, this is the raw audio. This is raw audio from Mars. Take a listen. I know it sounds horrible, but this is what it is. Whoa. Right? Well, okay. So if I'm not mistaken, the mechanical whirring sounds, that's the rover. That, yep. And then some of the background ambiance or atmospheric sounds, that's got to be, I mean, that's got to be Mars. That That is Mars. A lot of those donk donks you heard um, 
were and you know we didn't have cameras trained on it while it was driving but you know it's safe to assume that those donk donks are the wheels which are made of metal mm-hmm. uh, as a reminder rover wheels are made of metal because it's it's durable and you know with you know for instance it doesn't lose air because imagine if a rover got a flat tire we would be in trouble um yeah that's the, a that's an tires, expensive flat tire right there if that would exactly. ever happen yeah the tires are made of metal so there's no need to worry about that and the a lot of the NASA engineers, when this came out, they said people were saying, "Well, that sounds really horrible and awful." <laughs> um, and they're right; it does sound really horrible and awful. Uh, Dave Gruel, who's the lead engineer for the uh, the EDL camera and microphone uh, system, uh, this is what he said. He said, "Quote: If I heard these sounds driving my car, I'd pull over and call for a tow." But if you take a minute to consider what you're hearing and where it was recorded, it makes perfect sense. Um, and what you're hearing is really you might you might have heard like some like tensiony noises. That's the suspension, um, and the rover has suspension because the Mars surface is not a parking lot. Um, it's rocky, it's dusty, it's got kind of sand traps in it, um, so it needs suspension to handle all of it. Um, you know, without slowing down or or, or you know crawling to a halt. Um, there is that high pitched whine and some scratching noises. The engineers do not know what that scratching noise hmm. is. They have a couple of ideas. They think it might be um, electromagnetic interference from one of the electronic boxes on board that house experiments. Um, it might also be interactions between, and they call it the mobility system, but I'm just going to say the rover and the Martian surface. Right. Um, so those are the two kind of things that they think that that high-pitched scratching noise was. But here's the really cool part. This microphone was not intended for surface operations. Oh, and before um, launch, it wasn't really tested in the configuration they have it in right now. So this is a, an example of the, of the engineers, you know, here on Earth going, well, let's just ad hoc this and we'll just see if, because remember what I said before, that first microphone broke on, on, re-ent- on entry into the Martian atmosphere. Right. So this microphone was not at all designed for this, but here they are giving it a shot and that's what we get. And now, again... This is the same audio, but the NASA engineers um, kind of made it sound a little less um, eardrum shattering, sure, um, and a little bit more pleasant to listen. So this is this is the audio uh, that's been kind of dumped into a ninety second. Get this sound cloud, sound clown, sound cloud file. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this is NASA's mixtape, if you will, of, of the Martian surface. Uh, give it a listen on SoundCloud. So take a listen to this. This is the edited version. Okay. So that that is what it sounds like. That is as, you know, as as accurate as we can get it to our ears what driving on Mars would sound like if you're driving or standing next to the rover. I I would recommend for those that are interested in checking that out, uh you get get some headphones because it'll it'll sound better and you can hear some of the vibrations coming through in that recording, but it it clearly sounds like I mean clearly. I'm not a scientist, but it sounds like to me that there's like shifting winds. That, that I mean, that's what it feels like to me. Uh, of course, the Martian atmosphere is quite different from what we got here on Earth, but that's fascinating stuff. 
it's 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 to me it's incredible that we're at a point and like it was incredible to me when i was a little bit younger that we even had high resolution images of mars mm. because everything that i kind of grew up with was these fuzzy reddish images of a planet that didn't look real um and then as I grew older, we got Spirit and Opportunity, and they started to return, you know, good pictures, but they were small because that was all of our, that was all that we could really send back from the Red Planet with our limited uh, data technology back in the, you know, the early mid 2000s. Um, and then we get Curiosity and we have these astounding HD panorama images. And it, you know, this entirely new way to experience a, an entirely other planet from the surface opened up. And now we have sound and that is going to be, a, you know, this is already, this microphone may, you know, you know, let's hope it doesn't, but it may, you know, crap out tomorrow. Uh, it was not at all meant for what it's doing right now. Hmm. But while we have it, I hope that we can get some absolutely insane audio. Um, if you told me even three years ago that in three years you'll be, you know, doing a live radio segment uh, across Canada and not only will you rickroll Canada, but... <laughs> You'll also hear literal audio from the surface of Mars. Right. I would have called you insane and then went back to playing video games until 4.30 in the morning. Um, but here we are. And this isn't kind of where I think this will end. Uh, in the next little while, and NASA's already actually um, identified this. And if you thought microphones on the surface of Mars were cool, you know, buckle up your seatbelt, pull up your pants and, and sit tight. It's about to get wilder. Yeah. Um, They've already decided on a takeoff site, yes, a takeoff site, for what NASA hopes to be the first powered flight on another planet. Um, saddled to the underneath of Perseverance is a drone, essentially, a mm -hmm. Mars helicopter. Uh, and they've already established um, a landing site where Perseverance will kind of boogie on over and drop it onto the surface gently, gently. Um, and then kind of scoot away and then it'll turn its cameras and hopefully the microphone, which I'm going to be super curious to see if we get audio of this, it'll turn its cameras and microphone and hopefully watch this, this helicopter take off and hover autonomously on the surface of the red planet. Um, and if successful, that would be the very first ever powered flight on another planet. And it, this will be done completely automatically right um and if you thought that flying a drone to get your you know really cool camera footage was hard try just kind of taking your hands off the controls and praying that whatever you've coded works well also um, to, to provide that context you said earlier if the microphone and the camera technology is several years behind what we have here in the marketplace uh, as consumers then keep in mind it, that same philosophy goes into drone technology this is drone technology that's currently probably outdated from what you know the 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 best camera people have uh, to work with these days, but it was cutting edge when they were making it at the time. So this is still really, really cool to see it now being played out. It, it's super interesting because the, the, the Mars helicopter um, is a little bit more advanced than the rest of the Rover because it doesn't have as crucial a mission. They don't have to science proof it mm -hmm. um, as hard as everything else. This is a purely, we hope this works. We're going to build it to give it the best chance it can. But if it doesn't, not the end of the world. Um, so it's, it's a little bit 
better than you know not better but it's a little bit more modern than what you'd see on the rest of the rover um but it certainly isn't like what we have here on earth with these kind of like quadcopters that give you insane stabilization yeah yeah uh, you mentioned the martian atmosphere actually the martian atmosphere is literally a fraction of a percent as thick as earth's atmosphere very so in thin, for yeah. that in order for that little you know it's not little this helicopter to to lift off it's actually quite large if you look at the images of it uh in a scale in a scale setting uh, those blades have to rotate at 2,400 rotations uh, per minute. Um, that is a lot faster than a helicopter here on Earth. That right. is um, some, I think, five or six times faster than what normal helicopter rotors will do here on Earth. It just so needs to thing, create lift. And, and so that's that's the only way they can do it in order to compensate for the lack of an atmosphere. Spin the thing really fast. <laughs> so what they hope to do is watch this helicopter kind of take off hover, land, and then do several hops across mm. the lunar surface, taking pictures as it go. So if we're lucky, we'll get the first also airborne images of the red planet from a spa- from a, a spacecraft that isn't in descent, from a spacecraft that is in the midst of powered flight. I love that. And I think that's yeah. just something, like, if you told me that we're going to be flying a drone on Mars, I would have called you completely insane. Yet well, here we are. At some point, the plan is to colonize that planet. Uh, who knows when that's going to officially take place. But, you know, making sure the drone is successful and that technology could be applied, that could be very helpful for when trying to plan a colony and how you're going to get supplies from one area of the colony to another. Uh, this is really, really fascinating stuff. So I think you're onto something when you say, like, who knew we were even talking about the feasibility of these things just a few short years ago. Uh, Andrew got some texts here in the inbox, uh, Trucker Uh-oh. Dan saying the sound that you shared or that uh, really Perseverance shared, uh, Trucker Dan said it could be a stone rubbing between the chassis and the wheel. Uh, Mike in Edmonton says it sounds like me driving on our pothole riddled streets right now, <laughs> as it does happen with the winter time. It's the spring. And then uh, Jasper says that rover sounds like my old desktop when it was loading a game way back in the day. <laughs> Oh, okay. That one is the best equivalent. That one absolutely wins. Right. Yeah. Uh, that horrible kind of whirring sound that I'm going, is it going to light on fire? Can yeah. I play Age of Empires? Will it be okay? <laughs> um, it, it, like, if you go on, uh, if you search, you know, NASA um, Perseverance audio, um, the raw audio is 16 minutes long. Mm-hmm. So you can, if you're into it, you can ASMR 16 minutes of your computer struggling <laughs> to, uh, to play Age of Empires. Uh, or your car having a horrible, horrible breakdown over some potholed road. Um, but what you're really listening to is metallic wheels on a surface that no human has ever touched. Right. That's fascinating. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, we'll continue to stay dialed in to what Perseverance, the Mars rover, uh, continues to unearth, if you will, on Mars. And, uh, d- you know, share with us, uh, the rest of humanity, as we wait to see what this little rover will do. It moves very slow, like 0.2 miles an hour, but uh, it's doing its thing. And it's uh, keeping us quite fascinated. Andrew, appreciate this. Always. All right. Uh, and uh, lastly, before you go, for anyone mm. that wants to find more information on, on weird science and, and, you know, what's going on with Mars, how can they find you on Twitter? Well, if you want to be subjected to my uh, Twitter drivel, I suppose it's better than some people's Twitter drivel. Uh, find me at, at Andrew, but worse. Andrew, but worse. There it is. The host of Weird Science. That's Andrew Ferreira. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk soon. I'm out. This is the Shift Podcast. All right, let's not dilly and dally any longer. It's another edition of Learning Portuguese with Uncle Leo. Hola, shift heads. It's time to learn Portuguese with Leonardo. 
Ah, the classiest uh, segment in all of talk show radio anywhere. Here we go, students. Open your textbooks to page 132, and it's time to learn some Portuguese. So, Leo, this is your penultimate lesson. I guess we have a final exam coming next week. Should we be studying? I guess. I guess. I don't know. You want to, you know, you want to do well in the last dance, right? I'm going to play the role of TA tonight. And at the end of this segment, I'm going to issue some homework to our listeners in preparation for next week as we get set to say goodbye to Leo as he uh, prepares for his final show with the weekend edition of The Shift. But tonight, the lessons continue. So, Leo, uh, Professor Coelho, if you will, how do we say what is your email address? Because, of course, we had that conversation earlier. What was your first email address? What is your email all right, John, that, 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 that shouldn't be much trouble to you. So you're going to ask, qual é o seu email? Qual é o seu email? Yeah. I like I, that. I told you. I'll t- I told you you wouldn't get trouble. Man. Qual é o seu email? Attaboy. Okay. All right. I like that a lot. Uh, what is your email address? Now you can ask that if you are ever running into someone from Brazil and you want to stay pen pals or... If you want to be pen pals with somebody from Portugal, there you go. Smell the flowers, Leo. It's the first day of spring. They're going to be blooming at some point, assuming you do not have allergies. Smell the flowers. Shady as flores. Shady as flores. Yeah. Like it. So Remember, remember we did one, uh, a similar one to that, like a... About a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it similar? Yeah, because uh, we didn't say smell the flowers. We did say the flowers smell good. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, d- I actually forgot about that. Yeah, so. it was about a month ago. So uh, maybe that's why I'm so good with this. It was yeah. uh, when I handed the, 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 the flowers. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, now yeah. I remember. But now we're getting it in a different structure for this sentence. Smell the flowers. Shere as flores. Yeah, now we're saying on the imperative. So, yeah. I like that. Shere as flores. Shere as flores. That's a command. That's a command. Yeah, smell the flowers if you can. I mean, certainly they might not be growing everywhere around. Canada just yet, but first day of spring, I'll keep hammering that home so that you can spread it with your friends and family on social media or whatever, calls, you name it. Now you have a you have a thing to say. Um, we also talked about the scams and the fact that Mark Rober has released a 25-minute video on YouTube of him scamming the scammers. So, in Portuguese, this is just good advice for everybody. Be careful for scams. Tenha cuidado com os golpes. Tenha cuidado com os golpes. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's. Pretty, so, that's, which part of that word is scams? Is that golpes? Golpes, yeah. Golpes, golpes means yeah, scam. Tenha yeah. cuidado, cuidado com os golpes. Yes, it can golpes can, can also mean like hit, like punch, but in this context here, it means scam. Interesting. Yeah. So give me the other context of when you would say it as like a hit. So, uh, for example, if you hit like uh, on Mortal Kombat, like the fatal blow, yeah, it's like uh, the golpe final. Oh, so, golpe final. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it could mean, depending on the context, like golpe could mean either a skin or it can mean like a hit. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah. So any move that you make on a fight, you call a golpe. Golpe. 
You saw a punch, a kick. It's all. It's a. It's a. It's a golpe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. An extra lesson for you tonight. Uh, certain words, of course, have multiple meanings, so that's kind of fascinating to know. Uh, earlier, we lamented the fact that social media, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, Facebook Messenger were all down together earlier today. People were panicking. There was mayhem, pandemonium. Well, not really, but social media on Twitter was certainly quite nervous as influencers. Ugh. Influencers were lamenting the fact that these services were down. Videos were being made on YouTube telling people that, hey, you're not alone. Don't worry. I'm here with you. We're suffering together. Whatever. Instagram is down. In the event, Leo, that this happens again, how do we say this sentence in Portuguese? Uh, o Instagram está fora do ar. O Instagram está fora do ar. Yeah. So there's a trick here, because in English, when we're talking about names, we don't use an article like to introduce the name. We mm. don't say the John Jang is hosting the show. But like in Portuguese and Spanish, you use a pronoun before a name. So here in case of Instagram, it's O, which O means the. I see. So yeah, but it, like in the Latin languages, you you use a like yeah, I think I believe Italian you use. I'm not sure French, but I guess yeah, I guess French use too because it's le. Uh, uh, yeah, so for the Latin languages, you put a pronoun before the name. Oh, Instagram, este fora do ar. Está. Está fora do ar. Yeah. Está fora do ar. So does it, does it sound funny to you when we sing O Canada? Uh. Because like, oh, Instagram and oh, Canada. Uh, Not really? Doesn't sound, uh, not at all. Like, uh. You mean like the anthem yourself? Like, uh, old yeah, like, oh, Canada. It's a long goal, right? Yeah, okay, like in fair spoken enough. word, we just say, oh, Canada. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, we don't say, oh, Canada is going through a crack. No, that, that's uh, way too long. Fair enough. <laughs> all right, moving on, we had a great conversation with Andrew Ferreira, the host of Weird Science, regarding all the sounds that Mars is providing us with those, well, I guess now just one, microphone on the Perseverance rover. So, Mars is talking how do we say Mars is talking? Because it is, in a sense. And just because I said a name demands a pronoun, this one doesn't because Mars is a planet. Right. So that's why I'm not using the pronoun here. Where I'm just saying Marte está falando. Okay, Marte. Mar yeah, that's how Mars in Portuguese. You see our friend Marta? Yeah. Change the, the final A for a knee. Oh, okay. Instead of Marta. Marta. It's Marte. 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 Yes. Marte. Está falando. Yes. Está falando. And why I didn't I didn't use the pronoun here because Mars is a planet. To use the article, you'd say uh, the planet. So o planeta Marte. Ah, I see. Here's just the name. It's just the name. So yeah. Marte está falando. Marte está falando. Yes. Okay. That's a, that's a that sounds really Italian, like Marte está falando. Yeah. But it's not. Now, because falar in Italian, it's, it's parla, right? Parla is a, a falar, which is talk. Okay. Italian is parla italiano. Fair. All right. And, uh, you know, this week we had heard a, a terrible incident, uh, the shooting in Atlanta. And this has been a hashtag that's been spread on social media, which I admit social media, there are some positives, like being able to connect with friends and family on a whim, but sometimes also sharing messages of love and togetherness. And in this case, hashtag stop Asian hate. That's been trending for a little while. So, uh, Leo, stop Asian hate. How does how do we say this in Portuguese? We got to say pare, that's stop, 
pare com o ódio asiático. Pare com o ódio asiático. Yes. Wow, that's a little pare tricky. Pare com o ódio asiático. Pare com o ódio asiático. Yeah, and then you put the intonation that you want to say that, right? If you want to exclamate or if you just want to, you know, yeah. And you choose whatever tone you want to Fair. Pick. But you're getting it right. All right. So I, I feel like my Portuguese is improving over the past number of weeks. As know? I said earlier in the show, you're actually pretty good at that because you usually get right on the first try. And when you don't, usually by the second or third, you're already mm -hmm. there. Well, so. you know, when you get the fundamentals down, eventually you start, it starts getting easier as is just learning things in general. Which is why last week there was, there was this one word where you said last week was so off the base from the, off the bat. Right. And I, I just couldn't help but like <laughs> dying of laughing for like 30 seconds because I wasn't expecting to, you being so far off because usually pretty accurate. Right. So, Oh, yeah. Okay. And I couldn't control myself, but you're doing far much better this week. Okay, that's good to know. After all, the final exam is coming up. Uh, all right, listener request. This one from Brian Head in emails. He wanted to know how to say, and I love this because you're a Flames fan. Go, Canucks, go! Vai, Canucks, vai. Vai, Canucks, vai. Yeah. Vai, yeah. Canucks, vai. And you can replace Canucks for any other club that you want for any sport. It's the same sentence. And the Vancouver Canucks, by the way, back to 500 with a win over the Montreal Canadiens earlier today. 3-2 in the shootout. That's right. Oh. And another game against those uh, same Habs tomorrow, or rather <laughs> later tonight, because it is Saturday now. But uh, some interesting sports news there. Uh, from Catherine in Surrey, and I think most of us agree with this, I will miss the music that Leo plays. Oh, yeah. Me too. I enjoy playing my, <laughs> my stuff here. <laughs> Vou sentir falta da música que o Leo toca. Okay. <laughs> ah. Vou sentir falta yeah. da música. 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 Yes. Que o Leo toca. Yeah. Oh. Vou sentir falta da música que o Leo toca. Vou sentir... Vou. No, não vou. Vou. Oh, vou. Yes. Vou sentir falta da música que o Leo toca. Man, that's, oh boy, that, that's, that's a tough man. one. That's a tough one. Catherine and Suri wanted yeah. to see me stumble on that one, yeah, but I got, got it. it. I got it. Uh, this one from Trucker Dan. Since we were just talking about it, it seems relevant. Steam-powered clock. Oh, you got to get that. Relógio a vapor. Whoa. Relógio a vapor. Yep. I love that, that vapor is essentially the word here. Vapor. Yes. Relógio a vapor. A vapor. A vapor. Yeah, that sounds cooler than steam-powered clock. Not going to lie oh, to yeah. you. Relógio a vapor. <laughs> exactly. But it's not. So how do you say fake steam clock? Uh, fake steam. Oh, so, uh, fake in Portuguese is falso. So you're just going to say relógio a vapor falso. So. Relógio a vapor falso. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So it's not a real steam clock in Gastown. I think that's the biggest takeaway from the show here tonight. And this one from Sizzling Steve in North Van. Marta sounds dreamy. Oh, some Ooh. steam in the air. Some steam in the air. Vapor in the air. <laughs> <laughs> a vapor. <laughs> vapor noir. That's important. So uh, Marta sounds dreamy. So. Ah, Marta, remember the article thing? Yeah, that's name? right. That oh, in Instagram. Ah, Marta. Yes. Okay. Ah, Marta soa sonhadora. Oh, okay. Ah, Marta soa sonhadora. Yeah. Ah, there you go, Steve. Ah, Marta soa 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 
Sognadora. Yeah. Sognadora. So that's the dreamy. That's dreamy. Okay. And the verb here for sound is so. Uh, so we could just replace Marta with like a Leo soa. Oh, uh, it's me because of the gender. Oh right. Oh, oh, yeah. oh Leo. Oh, yes. Soa soñadora. Soñadoro. Soñado. Oh, soñado. Yeah, just to remove the A here okay. because of the gender thing. Fair enough. So, soñado, soñado, soñadora. Yes. Okay, all right. I'm glad we're learning this. And now yeah. Steve can, uh, can, can compliment Marta on sounding dreamy. Now we're learning. Okay, that's the penultimate episode of Learning Portuguese with Uncle Leo. I promised I would issue homework next week. So, my goal is we're going to have callers next week during Learning Portuguese with Leo. And we're going to do this together as a class. It won't be me. That's going to have to get through some of these sentences. I'm hoping our listeners are going to want to join in for the final exam, if you will. So if you've enjoyed this, remember, next week, you're going to have to go one-on-one with Uncle Leo. We'll make it fun. It won't be that tough. But we're going to try and get this uh, more interactive, if you will. Thanks for listening to The Shift Podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the show and share with anyone you like. Get it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and CuriousCast.ca.